0: Good day to you all, and welcome to Murder She Didn't Write on the Wireless. The show you are about to hear is the first of a four-part improvised murder mystery, being created and recorded live from the scattered abodes of Degrees of Era Theatre Company, guided and inspired by suggestions from you, our audience. For those of you who have seen our show at the Edinburgh Fringe, or in theatres and music halls across the country, welcome back. For those of you not previously acquainted with our work, The show you are about to hear is completely improvised. There are no pre-prepared characters, plots, motives, or dialogue. Everything is being made up entirely on the spot. Over the last week, we have been gathering your suggestions from across the nation via letter, telegram, and carrier pigeon. These missives will inspire our made-up mystery. The cast have never heard them before and are hearing them for the first time now. We asked for a suggestion of an event where the characters of tonight's mystery might be gathered. And we received such suggestions as a poker tournament, a German carnival, or the 1851 Great Exhibition. But the suggestion that we will be taking tonight is from Mitchell Walker, who suggested an archeological dig. We also asked for an object that would be vital in solving tonight's mystery, also known as a clue. We received suggestions such as a baseball bat, a poisoned banana and a gum shield. But the suggestion that we will be taking is that of a pogo stick from Sunil Mystery. Now to introduce myself, I am Detective Genevieve Foxcroft, international crime fighter, doctor of science, winner of several local ballroom competitions, fond of crosswords and red setters. In my long and illustrious career, I have solved hundreds of cases but none so dastardly and complex as the case I will recount to you now. The case of the pogo stick.
1: Professor Violet, uh, where would you like me to put down these boxes
2: of tools? Oh, thank you, dear Mossy. If you would put them down over by the pit, that would help. Certainly.
1: I'm so glad you elected to choose me as your assistant on this most magnanimous
2: dig. Yes, that's right. We're digging up a um, woolly mammoth. <laughs> and I'm excited to bring you along. Why, uh, you were my first choice, little mossy.
1: Oh, thank you, Lady Violet. There's no one who knows more about dinosaurs than you. Why, some have even been
2: known to call you one. <laughs> well, now, a woolly mammoth isn't... Really a dinosaur now, is it? It's a pachyderm. A pachy-what? A thick-skinned mammal, uh, believed to have lived during the Ice
1: Age. Oh, my goodness. We uh, really are intelligent. See, I was getting tired of assisting on, uh, you know, local uh, digs and sites in England. It's so far more boring. Why, here in Lesser Rajasthana, it's delightful. I mean, it's so hot, though.
2: Oh, yes, but it's not as hot as Mora Ajastana. So we should thank our lucky stars for that. Here we are, then, Miss Pinky.
3: We've finally arrived. I've got your suitcase. I'll just push it on my back here so I can carry it and still hold your handbag in my actual hands.
4: Oh, thank you very much, Goldie. I'm so glad to have somebody as strong and as uh, wise to the country as you are. Yes,
3: strong!
4: (coughs) Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Goldie. Here, let me share some of the load.
3: No, that's much too heavy. You'll have to do it by yourself, oh, I'm afraid. Oh, of course, uh, Miss Pinky. Of course I'll do it myself. I wouldn't think of you carrying anything. Not at all. Oh, uh, get away from me, you horrible dog. Get away. No, be nice to him. He's just a little stray. Oh, come here, you. Oh no! You have to be careful. You have to be careful, and not like the dogs back in our lovely England. You know they're unfair around here. Uh, it's my job to protect you, Miss, on this uh, on this trip, and I shall do everything in my power to make sure you are safe and well at all. <laughs>
5: Professor, I'm so glad you could join me in my tent for a gin and tonic. Gin tonic?
2: Oh, i, I like to have both, actually. Uh, Reverend, if you wouldn't mind pouring them into a, a tall glass.
5: Yes, of course, of course. How goes the digging? I assume you're at the digging stage rather than the looking at the ground, deciding where to dig
2: stage? Oh, yes. Well, we spent the first four weeks having a good look at the dirt. And uh, it was uh, yesterday that we began to dig in it. And I do believe that we will find the woolly mammoth of Lesser Rajasthana.
5: How fascinating. Terrifically fascinating. I... I do look forward to following it with great interest. My favourite stage is the stage where you've done most of the digging and you've got out the little brushy things and you start to
2: brush. Ah. Whoa! We won't be brushing till nigh on next year, Reverend. But I must say it was ever so nice of the church to fund this archaeological dig.
5: Well, you see, it's the way things go. The Archbishop has some funny ideas, you see. He thinks if we can fund more archaeological expeditions, we'll find more evidence that just confirms that the Church's theological depiction of the creation of
2: life. Yes. In fact, I have just realised this isn't so much of an archaeological... dig. As a paleontological dig. Uh, but it's ever so nice of the church to, to throw their money about in the scientific community.
5: Well, as a scholar, I've always considered the archaeological-paleontological distinction to be something of an arbitrary one. Both of those words mean the study of old things.
2: Yes, and I guess, uh, Reverend, we are both a little bit ancient ourselves. Ha <laughs> ha Where are we?
1: Goldie I, I didn't know that you were uh, assisting Miss Pinky.
3: Well, I didn't know you were assisting <coughs> Lady Violet.
1: Uh, Professor Violet, I'll think I'll have you know. Well, seeing as we're both here, I suppose I should show you around the site. Uh-oh. I must say I didn't expect to be coming across you here in all places.
3: Well, look, we need to just put the bus behind us and move on with things.
1: Very well. Now, your tent will be here next to mine. Professor Violet... Yes. Professor Violet will be next to uh, the, 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 the Reverend, and over there we have the medical provisions, just in case anything goes awry, and over there is where we store the apparatus we use for getting around the site. The apparatus? Yes. Well, you see... Professor Violet came up with a really, really wonderful way of compacting the earth as we move to make it easier to dig in a more precise manner. You see, we use pogo sticks. A pogo stick? You mean that thing you hop about on? Yes, indeed. Have you ever tried one? I know what you like. I know how you love to hop about on things.
3: Oh, yes, I love a big stick. (laughs) Actually, the only story... Get away, dog! I was quite the champion pogo-sticker back in my youth.
1: Well, it doesn't surprise me. I always remember how you... Well, maybe I Rode should a a... stick
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yes, I'd, I'd love to give it a go. Well, perhaps you may. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go and perform my ablutions in the, uh, drop. Oh, uh, need a hand? No, no, I'll be perfectly fine.
5: My, my, my. I wasn't expecting to find Priscilla Pinky here in a shaded corner of the dig site.
4: Nor are you, Reverend, but it is a pleasure. How long have you been over in Egypt for?
5: Oh, five years or so. A little bit of a tussle with the Pope, but it's all behind us now. What brings you to this dig site? I wasn't aware that Professor Violet was looking for an understudy.
4: Uh, Well, I am nothing of the sort, I can inform you, Reverend. I am, in fact, hoping to interview her for my latest essay, Bones. Aren't they
5: lovely? Oh, I see. We've switched from proper archaeological study into popular science, have we?
4: You've got to give the people what they want, Reverend.
2: You know that. Mm,
5: I don't think I do. I would rather contend that the Church's stance is to give the people what they ought to have.
4: Yes, don't I remember that all too well, for the last time we saw each other was when you were the Reverend at my ill-fated wedding, was it not?
5: Yes, yes, tragic occasion, tragic occasion.
4: Indeed it was. I notice
5: you're not wearing black anymore.
4: No, after ten years I thought I'd inject a bit of colour into into my wardrobe, so I'm wearing mostly grey and a tiny bit of red.
2: Oh my, it's times like this, the the Egyptian winds of Lesser Rajasthan are whipped through my eyes Will I really find a woolly mammoth here in this hot, quite close to the equator desert or was I perhaps misjudged?
3: Whee! Look at me on this bogo stick! Oh! Oh yes, oh, look how high I'm going Oh hello Professor Violet Goldie, is that you? Oh, yes.
2: It's me. Just on this pogo. Put that down, you imbecile. That pogo stick is a prized piece of apparatus. Apparatus. Wee! (laughs) <laughs>
4: Whee! Oh, these are jolly good fun! What a good idea, Professor Violet!
2: Wee! Pinky, that is not a toy! Well, it might one day be considered a toy, but it's my scientific apparatus!
1: Well, oh, oh, help! Oh, oh, no, I don't know how to use this thing!
2: Monty, stop jumping up and down on your own legs!
3: Blue, thank you for meeting me in the uh, confessional tent. I'm afraid I have confession to make.
5: I want to make it very clear. This is this is actually just my tent. I'm not really supposed to be doing ministerial work out here. But, but well, will carry, carry on.
3: What, oh, thank you so much for making an exception for me, sir. Should we put a sheet up in between us so it feels like a proper confession?
5: Well, I mean, you've started the whole thing by introducing yourself. So I think a, a sheet at this point would be, only be a token concession to anonymity. I know who you are.
3: Oh, uh, I'll go out and come back in again and then you can put a sheet up and then it'll all start from the beginning. You won't know who I am.
5: All right, I'll put a sheet up and d- don't introduce yourself.
3: All right, I won't. Have you done it?
5: Yes. And yet, hang on, sorry, it's fallen down. Hang on.
3: All right. Sorted. Hello, I've come to make confession. I've been having some unclean thoughts.
5: Well, first of all, be seated, my child.
3: Oh, thank, thank you, I will. I've been having some unclean thoughts.
5: You're supposed to go forgive me, Father, for I have sinned.
3: Father, for I have sinned, for I keep thinking about doing it with mossy
5: what what no, you're not supposed to jump straight to the sin
3: oh, uh, uh, shall I go out and come back in again?
5: No, we'll be here all day, all right, you've been having impure thoughts
3: yes, uh, about mossy
5: what what manner of impure thoughts, child?
3: Doing the deed with him, the filthy deed. Murder? Oh, no, sir. What, what would make you think of murder at a time like this? We're all good friends here. No one would possibly murder anyone. No, no. Oh,
5: but- sorry, just a, just a stray thought. Um, so you've been having carnal thoughts about this gentleman?
3: Oh, oh. Meat? Get away, dog. Meat thoughts? No, not carnal thoughts. No, I'm a vegetarian. You've been... I'll I'll go away and come back again!
0: So all our suspects were gathered. There was, of course, Professor Violet.
2: Professor of archaeology and paleontology, it seems.
0: An elderly paleontologist heading up the dig in search of the woolly mammoth. She was assisted by Monty Mossy
1: Moss. Oh, I'm so excited to be assisting on my first dig abroad. If only Goldie wasn't here. Oh, I've got a bone to pick
3: with her.
0: That's Greta Goldie.
3: I'm a vegetarian and I'm on a pogo stick.
0: A former pogo stick champion, she is here to protect Priscilla Pinky and she isn't fond of dogs. Priscilla Pinky.
4: There's nothing my readers love more
0: than a good bone. Genteel widowed essayist of popular science journals, she's here to write up the dig for everybody to hear about. And they are all being overseen by the Reverend Algernon Blue.
5: Oh, just pretend I'm not here and behave as you normally would, except on your best behaviour, yes?
0: Here representing the church who are funding the dig, he's hoping to find evidence... creationism. Now, one of these characters was about to meet an untimely end, but who? Attached to this broadcast are instructions on how to vote for who you would like to be this mystery's murder victim. Thank you for listening, and join us next week as The Case of the Pogo Stick continues.